This is exactly right. Scotty, you ready? Oh, I'm so ready. Let's just laugh and laugh and laugh. Here it is. Snails on meth have sharper memories. Now that is a perfect bananas yes. opener. Well, yes. let's slide or slither on yes. into a brand new episode of Bananas. Guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to Bananas. I am Kurt Brown-Oler. I am Banana Boy number two, Scotty Landis. Thank you for listening to the silliest little podcast there ever was. Kurt's coming off an annoying pitch, but is suddenly in a great mood, and that's why I like him. Total Oh my God, I'm ready, to, I'm ready to have fun. And you guys, remember, if you guys like to have fun, June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, I'm going to be in Washington, D.C., baby. Mm. You can get links and all that stuff on the Instagram. Maybe we convince Scotty to come out. Maybe we convince a Baltimore uh, Science Museum to host a, a screening of beavers. Yep. Maybe. We can definitely talk about it. It's just, I'm waiting to hear when the machine premiere is, if it's oh, that weekend. Right. So I'm just waiting on that because I think it's the 29th is when the movie comes out. Ooh, so that's exciting. I'm literally just waiting for the phone I call. I want to go to the then, premiere. And then you. we can plan it. Anyways, we have our exactly right cousins. Oh my God. I guess. Bananas. Today, our guests today are both not only both fantastic stand-ups, true, but they're also actors who never stop working, baby. Oddly true too. They're also friends in real life. We've also known that I've known them for I don't know eighteen years. Uh, their wow. advice podcast, Adulting, uh, which is now back after a two-year hiatus. Please mm-hmm. welcome Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos. Oh my wow. God. What a serve up. Is this the Oscars? Do I have a movie with A24? What is this? Is this the Black Girl reboot called The Dolphin? What is this? I'd watch that movie. (laughs) I would too. Hi, guys. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you, gents? Good. Never better, honestly. I'm having fun. I like when we have people in the same network with us because I was listening to adulting all day yesterday and all day this morning, and you guys are good at podcasting. It turns out comedians and actors are good at talking to each other. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, we also get to talk to people that that we're either really friendly with or friends with, Yeah. so that makes it really special, too. It helps. Yeah. No asshole possibly. No mm-hmm. asshole policy. It's easy. You can get your job done and not be an asshole. You could also get your job done and be an asshole, but don't age a bitch. You know what I mean? I'm Botox yeah. free. Life of Pyatt. Life of Pyatt with assholes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, we have the same policy. And don't, you guys, we, we've all been doing like TV stuff and for a long time. And a lot of the assholes, you're either our leading studios now or like the number one movie star <laughs> in the world, or they're all gone. All yeah. the assholes did mm. kind of get filtered out over the last yeah. 10 years. Slowly, everybody mm. got exposed. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for hashtags and Facebook. We really got it done. <laughs> we really did. We, we really, really got like... done. Hashtags? Who knew hashtags? You could just start believing people? Yeah. Like, I had no idea. I would have gotten hashtags a long time ago had I known. No fucking True. clue. Learning how to cook through TikTok? What the fuck is the world? <laughs> it slanted, is strange. Yeah, totally. It's like a slanted Tic Tac code board solved a lot of problems and i'm really excited <laughs> about that and i mean on top of that <laughs> see the pound sign oh board? i got you yeah. stay with me mm-hmm. you need footnotes of me <laughs> that's okay oh like me i was gonna say no assholes i was like yeah we're like an owl man you know no assholes absolutely what? oh my god i didn't know that Ass- well, owls don't have assholes they don't have this assholes. is some this is, we love birds on this podcast, and we did not know that owls do not have buttholes. I knew that they puked it up. We did learn that owl pellets are Puke. owl barf, but Ew. hey, I mean, this is That's great. why. <laughs> they don't oh. time for that. We're going to have have a lot of owl people. I'm sorry that this brought the whole show to a standstill. No. uh, Never will. No. I I wonder if Selma Hayek knows that because she loves owls. She just like 
She does? <laughs> yeah, if you ever go to her Instagram page, she has like pet owls and or just friends. I don't know. I don't want to speak for her and her cool billion life. dollars. And she takes pictures like a full on Instagram um, uh, photo shoot with owls, which is just like, I didn't know there was something else I was supposed to like strive for. You know what I mean? But here we are, yes. ladies. That's Welcome right. to the another view, everyone. Tier of success. Yes. <laughs> another tier of success is owl ownership. Yeah, yeah. To, to not an an animal so big that it definitely needs to fly around to yes. definitely put that in a cage. Yeah. Who owns who? Wait, I have to know about this pitch. Can I just? Okay. Know? Yeah. Can you give me the short version of the pitch? Oh, the pitch <laughs> that I just came from. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say any of the people's names, but the person then explained comedy for 15 minutes. Yes. And like explained like why comedy works. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like, it was, I was like just sitting there biting my lip like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Oh yeah, no. Characters should be specific. That is the direct parallel of faking an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what you went through for 15 minutes is what women have gone through for generations <laughs> I now know I now know it got me very upset yeah. oh it my is God. it is the most frustrating thing when well one that I also had a development exec once come into a writer's room and there's a thing in comedy you guys know the rule of threes. You really hit yeah. it on that third thing's the funniest thing you say. Yeah. And that's and then you move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy comes in, he goes, Guys, what about I think this is about fours. And we were like, what? He goes, it's the rule of fours on this show. Bitch. And we were all like, Are you what? trying to rewrite comedy? <laughs> No. <laughs> or a bunch of comp. I think it's no. the rule of fours. Then the uh, next day, he did come and go, did anybody see Louie last night? This show should be like Louie. This was about a demon, by the way. It was an animated show about a demon. <laughs> what? So, so it was about put the Louis? rule of fours in for an episode. The rule of did it work? Fours? I love oh my that God. so much. That's wild. Oh, my I, gosh. You know, Bozos. it's like you will never make it to Shark Tank. That's like, why don't we put the punch... The, the punch is in front of the setup. It's like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> just, just stop it. Just let me do my job and just write a check, you basic bitch. I'm so <laughs> glad you were able to work for this network for 25 years when you started off as an assistant. Yeah. But now yeah. recognize that you need people on your team that help you because you can't do it all. And don't try to finger fuck my croissant like you're mm. Paul Hollywood in a, in a terrible episode of <laughs> baking, fr- fucking British Bake Off, because it's already done. You could just put yeah. your name attached to it, and that's fine. You don't have to finger fuck my croissant, which yeah. is a great name for this episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're doing it. Finger fuck fine my with croissant, me. Katie. Put it fine out. with me. I, I want that written in my in my kitchen, like on the wall. You know, not live, love, laugh, but don't finger fuck my croissant. But all in different fonts going <laughs> yes. down. Don't yes. finger fuck my <laughs> croissant. Yes, and then you literally <laughs> dance like no one's watching. Mm. <laughs> oh man you want to hear about some dancing you want to yes. hear about these snails on meth <laughs> if i had a dollar um yes yeah did i hear that right <laughs> snails on meth i sure did let's hear it here it is this was sent in by braylon dodson on instagram thank you braylon, thank you, braylon. Thank you, braylon. uh this was uh, a national geographic written by That's brian brian handwork Ooh. That's his name. <laughs> That's not his real name. That is his Shut. name. That is an Ellis Island name. Ooh, right? man. <laughs> yeah. name is, it's hand. It's hand von Stun. No, nah, it's handwork now. There you go, pal. <laughs> Brian yes. had. Handwork Please. is the best of the biz. His he does do best handwork. He's a writer. He does do handwork. He's mm-hmm. doing the best in the business of his handwork. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this the title again is "Snails on Meth Have okay. Sharper Memories." Uh, snails on speed don't get speedier. Ugh, come on, Brian. Uh, but their supercharged <laughs> brains do learn better and make memories that last much longer. A new study says, "Great S- scientists gave pond snails the amphetamine crystal meth to Ooh. explore the." Me- is that the National Ooh. Geographic correct word? Amphetamine <sighs> crystal meth uh, to explore the memory-related brain processes that get humans so hooked on the drug. Okay. Uh, human meth users right. experience sensations of happiness and high self-esteem that. 
that help make the drug extremely addictive. I think Brian's done math before. Um, and sure. scient- <laughs> scientists suspect that such cravings may be tied to powerful pathological memories okay. that make such highs difficult to mm. forget, which this right. is interesting. Um, quote, we're not trying to addict the snails, said yeah, co- right. study co-author yeah, Barbara Sorg. Yeah, <laughs> Although that is a positive, uh, just, you know, offshoot of it. <laughs> a biochemist at Washington State University in Pullman. Uh, we were trying to see how much, how meth might create a better memory in the very early stages of the brain process. What? So basically what they did, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but what yeah. they did was, um, so so snails will, if they're in water that doesn't have a lot of oxygen, they'll stick uh-huh. a little tube up to the surface and breathe with it. Sure. Sure. Cute. Who knew? The snorks. Sure. The snorks. The snorks, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And uh, so they one a bunch of snails were in water that had was laced with meth. And then a bunch of snails oh were their control. Was this, and then Eric when they put... Andre, was this Eric Andre's birthday party? What yeah. was this event? Man, so true. So what was the hypothesis on this? The first time. So, so I when they, they, I don't, I bet they don't put their snorkel down. <laughs> <laughs> when they put their little snorks snorkel up to breathe, okay. the, they would poke them. They would poke them with a pencil, no, um, so that they were irritated and they would pull it back down. And the the oh, snails on like meth. Marriage. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <Hey>, uh... <laughs> irritated. Irritate the snorkel. <laughs> okay. Pull it back down. Oh, that's terrible. How did they get funding for this experiment? That's my question. It's like, mm-hmm. who are you? Ta- what? Who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. I. It is. You got to spend. You got to spend the money, or, or else you're going to spend. You're, you got to spend the money, otherwise you're going to pay taxes on it. Washington State, also the same state that had Rachel Dolezal be the head of the NAACP. True. So obviously, <laughs> <laughs> now I know Washington State has an NAACP chapter. <laughs> Bad <job. laughs> Did she pretend to be black? Yes, Did that is she? wrong. They you should so, not do that. Yeah, Did so she do a good job? People, yeah. <laughs> ran, ran great. Oh my. Clerical master. <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, wait. So the snorkel. Yeah. Okay, so I, the snorkel. I, the snort comes up. They yeah, irritate sure. it. It pulls it back down. Okay, the obviously. snails on meth remembered and wouldn't put their oh, snorkel back up. Whereas the other snails not on meth were just like putting it right back up like dumb fucking snails. And then oh, they would God. irritate it again. They would forget like an hour later. Whereas the snails on meth remembered for like 24 hours to not put their snorkels oh, up. Oh, God. This is just giving me Mitch McConnell vibes. Why do we have to irritate anything just to see if they'd remember? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like the very north. Slug-like, very snail-like man. Absolutely. Extreme yeah, snail-like very man. snail-like man. Well, first um, of all, I'm a huge fan of any anthropod and or cephalopod. Yeah, I just want to put that, that out there. Boom. Controversial. And uh, well, I, I, I know in the, in this economy, but I will say there that it is. I, I, yeah, I I think Kurt that you should pitch your show to whoever gave funding to this snail thing they because they will fund it. They, they will got fund it. Money. <laughs> they got money and yeah. they will fund it. They're like, wait, you got snails and meth? Done. Kurt, tell me more about your about your, <laughs> oh, your no. show. Come on, man. Okay, it's called irritating snorkels. <laughs> but like, what are like as a mom, I'm like, what are the long lasting effects? Are they just going to be pee pee shy to put their little snorkels up now? Like, are they gonna? Do you know what I mean? Like, what's gonna happen? You know that yeah. that is. I always used to like wonder about that stuff where it's just like because when you have kids, you're like, okay, so how how do I screw them up? Like, what's the thing yeah. that results in the weird behavior later? Yeah. And it's you can never fit. Like, I'm always just guessing, and they're just wild guesses. You know? Yeah. Should I not hug her too tight? Is that weird? Mm. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. in the morning, I'm like, do you want to come to me for a hug, or should I come? Like, I use this your body. I don't want to. Huh? But like, you know, like the big titty pickle yeah. face mama means it's like, get over here. Got some <laughs> raspberries for you. But Aww. like today was picture day and Hazel really wanted to wear her witch costume. And I'm like, OK, can you say yo soy la bruja? Just like, let's just just like, let's, oh. you know, be cute and smart about it. And then yeah. she just like sort of puts her shoulders down and she's like, look, mama, look what it does. And I'm like. 
that's cute. You're four. Put your shoulders back up. But I was like, but also celebrate your body. Okay. Like, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, what are we doing to these snails? We, we're not giving them any choices. Oh, my God. Am I a woke Karen? No. <laughs> no. Let's report the snail abusers. But, you know, here's the, here's the <laughs> animals. What are, what are the snails that are, like, hooked on meth supposed to do after this experiment is done? Correct. They're gonna, thank you. They're going to sell their little shell house yeah. for meth money. They're going to yeah. be sucking on some, you know, uh, <laughs> other. <laughs> You're going to be right. sucking a slug's thing. Yeah. They're going to be know? dropped off in downtown L.A. to live in a haunted hotel. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Snail meth hotel. I've never Daniel Day-Lewis is going to play him in a movie. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> you know, He's good. Be great. He's a great actor. <laughs> the only time I've ever actually, like, I think we all have sort of jokey ideas of people on meth like it's like oh they'll take their whole tv apart or they'll stay up for all these hours or whatever the only experience i've ever had i think directly related was i was driving cross country and i stayed a night at a holiday inn express in Terre haute indiana oh now you're bragging uh, yeah so sorry if we get a huge sponsorship from this and i had a bike locked to my car and i woke up in the morning and somebody in Terre haute had cut the bike rack to steal the bike. So they cut the whole rack off my car in the middle of the night. So not just the simple lock that they could have cut through. They actually cut the metal bike rack off my car. And so I go back into the women working there at 8 a.m. And I'm like, do you guys have security cameras or anything? They're like, what happened? I was like, somebody stole my bike off the car. And they were like, there's a lot of meth around here. And I was like, does this happen a lot? They're like, Yes, it does. And so the bike was only worth like a hundred bucks. So I didn't even get into it because I didn't have to deal with the cops and everything. Yeah. But I was like, in this messed up person's head, they decided that the fastest solution <laughs> was to cut through five or six bars instead of one chain. And I'm like, that's what I think of when I think of meth users in, in the Midwest specifically. That's funny. <laughs> that reminds me of a story when I was performing in Oregon the one time. It was a college. No, it was more than one time. But but, uh, this girl picked me up. I didn't expect this buxom young black woman to pick me up Mm -hmm. in Oregon to take me to her college where I performed for 32 kids in flannel pajamas just there for (laughs) their free chicken tenders. But, you know, here we are. Um, But they also brought pillows to the show. I'm like, could you just stay in your room? What the fuck is this? <laughs> How comfortable do you have to be, you grown fucking babies? Yeah. Um, it should be CCTV. I would have yeah. rather perform for the snails. Well, it kind of felt like I yeah. did, but uh, I I was like, "How are you from here?" And she's like, um, "My mom was a meth addict, and um, wow. um, her father obviously is a black dude, and she's never met him." And she's like, "My father is white." Um, when I was born, they were surprised at how I looked and, um, she denied it. And then she left to go do some more meth and she's never seen her. And I'm like, wow, what a powerful drug. I mean, she was in a car accident a long time ago, then had prescription meds, then got hooked. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what, what is this place? What is this place that we live in? What, like who? What is mm-hmm. this, like, marijuana, we're trying to figure out marijuana now, right? We're trying to figure out, like, microdosing ketamine and, like, all this stuff that will, like, right. sort of just help us and guide us through a fucking day, right? What a perfect person to pick you up and drive you to a comedy show, too. It's like, <laughs> hey, here's, are you going to go out and kill it tonight for our little sleepover on campus? Uh, here's something that's going to make you ponder uh, human existence and addiction for, it's great. But like, you know, when, if I'm going to have a conversation with somebody after I've taken three planes on Alaska Air, like, it, at least it should be like a good one, right? <laughs> but, I mean, I don't necessarily know what I'm trying to say or what I'm trying to ask. I'm just, I just think America is such a fucking crazy place where like, yes. our, our values are so fucked up. And why is it okay to essentially control people by drugging them, but then offer no help? Yes. Um, mm. You know, and, and then big, say you're a criminal and then say you're a criminal and then, you know, just creating a, a bunch of other problems, um, just generational bullshit. And so I'm just like, how, why? Like, for what reason? We, is it just control? Like, what is it? 
which brings me back to the to the snails and and what they've done to them this slug life that they have now been slug brought life. into slug life you know what i'm saying i mean this is going to affect generations <laughs> little baby snails can be born into that kind of meth mm. life mm. you yes. know what i mean and it's like that's not that's not how mama was Mm-mm. See when Before he gets the, when he gets mm-hmm. very excited, he turns into Obama. I do <laughs> like the do. DNC at the DNC. This is not this is not how it began. And now wow. you have to I think about ramif- ramifications uh, of taking anthropods and cephalopods, uh, giving them uh, giving them Schedule One drugs, and then saying goodbye like they're Miss Brisby and the Rats of Nim. Uh, this this is not going to end the way that. Miss Brisby and the Rats of Nim ended, right? <laughs> Crazy. How did that end? I would I have watch. No idea how that end. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very down for Barack Obama to explain old '80s Disney movies <laughs> over and over again. You could make a killing of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nicodemus. Let Harry and Meghan know. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Do all of your kids currently have one movie that they just watch on repeat? Is uh, there one that yeah. every day? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is it? What are they? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. He the Spider-Man. Into Which the Spider-Verse. They're, into, they're into Spidey Great. now. Not so much Spider-Man, but definitely it's a lot of Spidey. And I'm like... The little ones? Yes. Yeah, the little ones on Disney. The little, yeah. yeah. That every once in a while. The his... recent one that my kids just got into, Scotty, you'll mm-hmm. know this movie, is mm-hmm. a Detective Pikachu. Thank baby. you. Baby. Oh, thank right. you. I yeah. rewrote Pikachu. I re- I wrote Pikachu scenes throughout that movie to hook children like yeah. snails on meth. Ooh. And it, they are hooked, baby. It, it's above I their age grade. Mm. Look at that escargot. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's another one for you guys. Since you're all parents, I actually picked this one. It's sort of an adulting thing because I know when you have, and having done this podcast with Kurt over the Great Quar, when you have a newborn kid, you don't sleep, right? That's like a big uh-huh. part of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, we'll here we see. go. Dan Fink <laughs> sent this in. Thank you, Dan Fink. You always send good stories. We appreciate it. Man who didn't sleep for 264 hours suffered crippling effects for years to come. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. God. Well, so Why this is, it started so innocently. Yeah. Uh, this was on Unilad, but I actually found it many, many places. It's an older story, so it's been documented. And Kurt, you know what this means. Written by the Unilad team. <laughs> no one's taking credit for it. Unilad, That means it. nobody wants their name attached to this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> in 1963, two teenagers in the U.S. came up with an idea for a school science project. But their experiment would have consequences that lasted for decades. Oh. Randy Gardner, who was 17, and his mate, uh, Bruce McAllister, needed to come up with an idea for a science fair project, and after putting their heads together, they decided they wanted to beat the world record for staying awake. (laughs) Okay. This was just a record. The record was held by a DJ in Honolulu who had stayed up for a staggering 260 hours. For those doing the math at home, that's just under 11 days. Oh, Oh my God. What in the Don Ho? My God. (laughs) Their aim was simple. They wanted to figure out what happens to our brains when we don't sleep. Quote, we were idiots. We were young idiots, McAllister told the BBC. The first version of it was just to explore the effect of sleeplessness on paranormal abilities. Sure. What? <laughs> I made a volcano out of vinegar and baking soda. These guys are looking at the effects of sleeplessness on paranormal abilities. We realized there was no way we could do that. So we decided on the effect of sleep deprivation on cognitive abilities, performance on the basketball court, Hmm. whatever we could come up with. So basically, we're going to stay up and beat this DJ in Honolulu, and then we're going to see how it affects us and maybe like try shooting baskets on a basketball court. Mm -hmm. Uh, Luckily for McAllister, uh, they did a coin toss, and and he was not the one picked to do it. (laughs) Gardner had to stay awake for as long as possible. This oh, is man. Awful. I, this is awful. And so bananas. I stayed awake with him to monitor him, but after three nights of sleeplessness myself, I woke up against the wall asleep, writing notes on the wall itself. So this is the guy that doesn't do it for a living. After <laughs> yeah. three days, he's asleep <laughs> writing notes. Oh, my notes. <laughs> God. Were they doing uh, drugs? Like No. They no? weren't doing drugs. They're just Snails, staying. I don't even speed. understand how you do that. Yeah. 
Um, realizing yeah. this was harder than it looked, the pair quickly enlisted the help of another man. And soon, a sleep researcher named William Dement from Stanford University came on board. So now it's getting real, real. Randy's parents, Randy's parents were worried that this might be something that would really be harmful to him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. the question was still unresolved whether or not if you go without sleep long enough, you will die, Dement said. Um, what year was this? How old are these people? 1963. And so they were 17 years <gasps> old back then. Oh, no. So they're adults now. Um, so what were the long-lasting repercussions from great. 64 hours? The f- well, the first things were moodiness, concentration issues, and short-term memory mm-hmm. loss. Mm-hmm. Then paranoia and even hallucinations began mm-hmm. to sit mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Oh. He was very physically fit, the Dement said, uh, the Stanford professor. So we could always get him going by playing basketball or going bowling, things like that. If he closed his eyes, he would have been immediately asleep. Mm. Interestingly, brain scans later found that Gardner's brain had been catnapping the entire time where parts of it would be asleep while the rest of it was awake. Like oh, ducks God. and dolphins. So Take all what in you all... Need. Yes, all in all, he stayed awake for 11 days, breaking the record at the time. Someone's broken it since. No! And then he, <laughs> ugh, why? Yes, Stop breaking this record. <laughs> the person that broke it, uh, I'll, I'll jump to that just since we're Please on Please don't it. say Michael Jackson. It was Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> knew it, knew it. And uh, that's he went how platinum. he invented the moonwalk. Yeah. He invented the moonwalk <laughs> after staying up for 12 days. Just, <laughs> Somnambulated moonwalk. Um, So it was a man. I'll jump back to the effects of it, too. But the current record holder is Robert McDonald, who stayed awake for 453 hours and 40 minutes, which if you're doing the math at home, 18 days, 21 hours and 40 minutes. What? After that, the Guinness Book of World Records stopped monitoring it due to inherent dangers associated with sleep deprivation. Thank you. At 18 no. days, they're like, oh, this is where we think it gets dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> At half a month, we got to quit. Yeah. <laughs> That's What year insane. was that? What year 86. Was that? So 1986, oh, they were like, no yeah. more. And to their knowledge, nobody has broken it since. And please, nobody listening, don't try to do it. Do, yeah. do not try to break right. this. Right. Yeah. Um, and then oh, the, wow. all the results were... Uh, after being taken to the naval hospital, the 17-year-old slept for 14 hours, impressively waking up naturally without feeling too groggy. I remember I woke up. I wasn't groggy, but not any groggier than a normal person. At first, Gardner seemed to have no major effects from the ambitious project, but he later admitted to suffering from decades of unbearable insomnia. It was awful oh. to be around. Everything upset me, and it was like a continuation of what I had done 50 years ago, he said. It was all a dream. Dude, can you imagine? (laughs) So, yeah. I'm sure you guys have had some sleepless nights, and things do get weird. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I've had, had like, a weird fever dream where, like, I was also watching – the Walking Dead, and I had uh, like my 15 pound dog at the end of my bed, and I had this crazy dream after finally being able to fall asleep that she was right. eating my foot like a zombie, oh. and I woke up and kicked her off the fucking bed. No, and she was just like she was just like licking my my foot, but I was like no, <laughs> and that was like not sleeping like yeah. like like. Like a good night. A day. Yeah. yeah, like a day. Like beyond cranky, like <laughs> thought people were trying to hurt oh my me. God. Yeah, man. But I used to work overnights um back in the day when I would edit the news. And that was that was fucking crazy. That like yeah. I did not sleep for six years. I always felt like it was the same four hours of the day. Wow. Which was like nine to twelve for some reason, even though I was like working through the night. Mm-hmm. And sleeping like at 9 30, 10 when I would get home, only craved breakfast food Ooh. for the for that time. And um I felt fucking crazy. Like I felt the brain fog people describe when they have COVID is kind of what I felt working overnights, where I'm like, mm. I couldn't tell the difference between like the gas and the brake if I was that tired driving. Yeah. Yeah. Like I really did see people walking in my peripheral. I'm just like, mm-hmm. what? There's no one there. Like 
That shit is no fucking joke. And it will, it, it yeah. almost feels like inception. You're just like, what elevator am I going to get off? Is it seventh grade? Like your body will take you to your <laughs> mind will take you to some weird, crazy fucking places. And um, I, I just one day I was just like, look, I know sleep makes you live longer. I've literally cut packages at 3 a.m. talking about how sleep makes you live longer. I got to fucking sleep and I need yeah. to work in a place with a window. Like I'm too oh cute not to have windows like those poor editors. I know windows. Upsetting. I think sleep deprivation may it may like, you know, there's so much we ignore in life. Like my kids are all my, my son is always talking to like people that aren't there and things like that. And like anthropomorphizing objects and the older you get, the more you ignore that. But yes. I think sleep deprivation may in some way, like you open yourself up, like because your brain can't have those blinkers on anymore. It doesn't have those blinders on. And now you're seeing things and now you're like, you know, because the normal operating system is off, man. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah the way filters off. are down. Absolutely. So That's why people fall asleep at the wheel. It's like your body will literally take what it needs. So... Pull the fuck over. Walmart, stop trying to make your drivers drive 24 hours. Yeah. Kurt I had one of those. Yeah. Didn't, Kurt, didn't you have one of those where you were like driving back from Boston or something, listening to the same song on repeat? I, I, was it? Yeah. Oh no, God. that was just like, I was just like incredibly tired and I started having a panic attack just from just being tired. Yeah. And like watch so the road, watch the road just go like, like double. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, I'm going to pull over and just sleep at a hotel when yes. I had no money. Aww. Yeah. It was, oh, you had to. I've yeah. shared rooms with comedians on the road. I shared a room with Baron Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you guys don't know Baron, he's a hilarious comedian. He also loves mm-hmm. to be box, even mm-hmm. when he's like brushing his teeth. I'm like, no. dude, there's toothpaste <laughs> oh, I would die. all over the window. I would die. What the fuck Wait. is this? Be boxing? Why? You can't take a minute? And we- I also shared a room with um, Shang Wang, who is amazing and lovely and also has a special out on Netflix. And- good special. Yeah. It's very yeah. Good. And Solid. It's, it, yeah, cornucopia or something. I don't know, but it's fucking hilarious. And my luggage got lost and I had no money and I had to go to like Walmart to buy panties because I was like, what the fuck is this? And so he bought Domino's pizza with a coupon mm-hmm. and he like gave me the last slice. Wow. Oh, I will yeah. never forget that. Shang Wang, watch a special. It might be called Cornucopia, but it's it's 60 solid minutes of the coolest jokes all the way through. Yeah. He's funny as fuck. I remember yeah. staying once with my buddy Chris, who we were at South by Southwest, and I had a, a hotel room. And so he crashed with us. And, and Lauren, my now wife, was in, we, we were in the bed, and, he, and Chris was like sleeping at the foot of the bed. And Chris snores. Oh, no. Chris snores in a uh, a comedically hilarious way uh, where it's just like, it's a big, deep inhale and then almost like a screaming exhale. Stop. <laughs> At a certain point, and Lauren was drunk. And then in the middle of the night, I just wake up to Lauren drunkenly going, we get it, Chris. You snore. We get it. No. Wait, you have to do the snore for us. What is it It's sound? like... <laughs> It's, no, it's, it is a what? screaming exhale. There's like a screaming exhale. He no longer does it. He no longer does it. But like uh, a at that time, he's cartoon. Did. Yes, That's great. There's a, yes. A, like a feather go up and down. But just Lord kicking him. We get it. You snore. All right, I'll, I'll lead us out. I'll lead us out into a break. To a little commercial break. Um, let me Yum. see what we got here. Time out. Uh, <laughs> all righty. Here, this is an easy, fun, fun, happy one. Uh, dog develops unusual tail syndrome after happy day at the beach. Okay. All right. We'll find out what that is uh, when we come right back. Remember bananas. Bananas. We are back. 
Um, gonna do some Scotty Corner shout outs before I have one shout out, Scotty, sure, real buddy, quick. Of course. Um, I just want to shout out Allison Marks and her brother Dave Marks. Uh, okay. Dave Marks is a uh, he designed snowboards at Arbor, and Allison reached out and said, "Hey, you guys want a snowboard?" And I said, "Hell wow. yeah!" Wow! And they sent us Dave's snowboard, and it's beautiful and amazing. And I haven't snowboarded in ten years, and now there's a there's a communal bananas snowboard, Scotty. All right. So anytime oh, you want to, I don't even know if you snowboard. Do you snowboard, Scotty? I ski. And All right. I don't even do it anymore. I think I've aged into like talk about adulting. I like look at it now. I'm like, is the Reward worth the soreness I'm <laughs> oh. going to feel tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that is such. I might have aged it. it. Wow. I'm going to definitely take this one out next year, though. I'm very excited. So, thank you so much, guys. That was a sweet, sweet gift. Candela uh, cool. wants to shout out Marcin. After seven years at the same company, he got a new job in a more senior position with much bigger salary. So, if you see Marcin out in public, ask him for some money, I guess. Uh, congratulations, bud. Amanda White is shouting out her husband for graduating from the University of Indianapolis Nurse Practitioner Program. Aww. This is his sixth degree. Doug is now an MSN FNP. That sounds very impressive. That's amazing. And like a lot of hard work. Wow, that's an alphabet soup. I hope so he makes congrats. money. Nurse I practitioner, got money. it. Yeah, if totally. you see him out in the world, Nurse Doug White, ask him for money. He's got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Sebastian is shouting herself out, which we're always happy to do, because she has a new podcast that's called Not Till You're Married, where she reads her old diaries from when she was a Jesus-loving oh. boy crazy horse girl wow sounds pretty great honestly so That's check great. out jessica sebastian's not till you're married podcast and laugh along it's horrific embarrassing and hilarious and this one katie Pender- prendergrass sent this in uh and it's kind of funny because when i was putting this in my doc i was listening to y'all's show in brooklyn the live show mm-hmm. and you start by michelle you yelled happy black history month so mm-hmm. i actually typed that in while i was typing the <laughs> shout out so this is what i typed and then i was laughing at myself katie prendergrass was let go from her job out of the blue happy black history month <laughs> <laughs> They tried demoting her. <laughs> they tried demoting her at first, but she walked out instead. She's feeling a little depressed, so let's cheer Aww. up, Katie. It's the best thing that can happen to you. Change like that is always shocking and scary right yes. away, but you will find a better gig, and you yeah. will be happier. You just didn't know one. That's right. So thank you, Katie, and thanks to everybody for sending uh, in their shout-outs. Uh, and that's all I got, Curdy B. Anything else? No, we are, of course, here with the fantastic hosts of the podcast Adulting that you Come can on. watch, listen to right now on Exactly Right, mm-hmm. uh, Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos. Welcome mm. back, guys. Hey. Feels good to be back. Oh Curdy <laughs> B. You guys give great advice because part of your podcast is you take questions from your listeners, and then, but you do legitimately give very good advice. I was Thank listening you. to the Trayvon Free episode, which for the Bananimals, if you've never listened to adulting, go to that one first. Nice. I thought it was an awesome episode. Yeah. Oh, dope. Yeah. Thanks. Um, came right off his Oscar win, I think. Is something that, like think that. Yeah, something Re- like very that. Very recent. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But you guys gave great advice, and uh, so yeah, check it out. Sending questions, they might answer, and it might set you straight in this world. Do you want another piece of advice? You want a hack for this world? Yes. Yeah. You ready for this? Yeah. Please. This is is like a. I don't know if this this applies to every little city, but um, let's say you want to do like Parents' Day out. You're taking your kids somewhere. You want to give your spouse some free time. All right. right? Or you want to just spend a good good night out with your with your with your person. Mm-hmm. Here's what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, you're coming into the city, right? The mm-hmm. big bad city, right? Um, and then you, you pull up to a meter, right? You pull okay. up to a meter. You got the apps now for the meter. Don't do that, dum dum. Don't do that. Don't Go. hack the meter. Don't don't do the ma- Don't don't do it on your phone yet. Don't use the app on the phone yet. Here's what you do. Oh boy. First, you go get the paper ticket, right? You do it okay. old school. Get two hours on that. Boom. Put it on your dashboard. Then okay. when you run out of two hours, then you switch to the phone. You've got four hours of parking now. You didn't have to go to a lot. You're welcome. Ooh. Oh. I, I like that. Thank you. That's that very is. specific. That's a hack. It's very specific for people that can afford a car in the five boroughs to go into well, the city. People come into and the suburbs from the suburbs. That's they come right. In from the and suburbs. That's, that's a lot of people. And the tri-state area now. I was about to say mm. tri-state area. <laughs> look. I, look. 
I watched the Today Show. I'm trying to give you the Al Roker realness. And if, That's a great. And act. if you're living in LA, let's let's say you're, uh, you know, uh, if you're what is it, the Valley? And then sure, you're coming the into valley's the valley's right yeah, over so, the hill. So yep. you're over, That's yes. a place. Okay, okay. So, so you're in the valley, and then you take a a, a, a highway of sorts into <laughs> your fair city, the mm-hmm. Bull, right over a mountain TMZ, and such, mm-hmm. over the mountain and such. Mm-hmm. The, the one hundred and one, the four hundred five, the four hundred five to the nine, to the yeah ten absolutely. for sure. Oh, uh-huh. There yes. we go. I was close. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And then and then you're in L.A. proper. Thank you very much. I watched Perry Mason. Yep. So, oh, um, my yeah, great show. And so th- there you go. There you go. You're welcome. So You're- paper Ooh. to app. Get paper that four to app, hours. baby. Paper to app, baby. Don't yeah. have to go back. Yeah. It should just mm-hmm. be more than four Another hours. version of that is also just to pay for four hours on the app. You can't, though. You can only pay for two. <laughs> In New York, it's just two hours. <laughs> you can pay for two and then just re-up it and just do another two. You can't do that, baby. You can't do that. <laughs> they won't let you on the app? They won't let you. They don't, they're not trying to let you live. Oh, yeah, hack, yeah, that's why it's a hack. <laughs> that's thanks, why it's everyone. a hack. All but right. thanks, everyone. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> We're How hacking soon it after up. moving to New York, did you learn the phrase bridge and tunnel crowd and hate them instantly? Like and not know who they were. Yes. And I was definitely the bridge and tunnel crowd because I grew up in Jersey. I grew up in Jersey, too. Yeah. We're in Jersey. Oh, honey, I'm like the Khaleesi of Jersey. All over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all but over. But you do, you do talk about the Cherry Hill Mall. You talk about the Cherry Hill Mall a lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was born in Booton, Parsippany, and was there until about seven and then went to... Did you say Booton? I did. Oh, my, that's where my grandmother lived, in Booton. Oh, what's her mm-hmm. name? You're related. <laughs> Hide a, a brown oler. Hide the brown oler. <laughs> I love. I just. I love grandma names, and that sounds adorable. Um, and then it was Trenton Hamilton Square because I was like a proper Jersey latchkey kid. One parent worked in the city, the other one worked in Philly. Mm-hmm. And then, then senior year of high school, both parents worked in Philly, so I worked. I lived in South Jersey and worked at the Cherry Home Mall, which I talk about a lot because uh, it's yeah. like when I really started like smoking weed and like, you know, yeah, doing all that Live shit in. Jersey bitches do. But I'm so happy to be out of Jersey, but I don't know when this is going to air, but I am performing in Jersey at NJ Pet. Maybe if y'all want to come, but like, yeah, it's, I feel like there are a handful of states that have like nationalities. You know what I yep. mean? Mm-hmm. Jersey's one of them. Texas is one of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for sure. Um, Florida. Got one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> America Skin Tag. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think Portland right. and Washington, like like Oregon and for Washington. For sure. Yeah, those are that's a that's a whole other country. Absolutely. Which, yeah, yeah, totally. It is when you go up there, it's like, oh, this is different. This yeah. is different from anywhere else I've ever been. For sure. Oh um, God, Maine is like that. Freaking maniacs. We've been um, doing tons of main stories on our Instagram yes. recently, and to the point where I've had to stop posting main stories because <laughs> they're really good. They're not like Florida man stories. They're not like yeah. you know meth head stabs other meth head with pitchfork and road rage incident in the oh, sky. Fuck. And you're like, yes, that is that's Panama City if I've ever heard it. Ooh. Main stories are like these small town weird things where you go, yeah, there's just not a lot of Maine. people there, and there are a lot of trees. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah, truly. I love Maine. I can't wait to do a show in Maine, Kurt. We got to get that set up. Oh, Sounds good. Goodness. I'm down. You know, Goals. Portland has such good food. Goals. Portland, Maine is amazing. Goals. Yeah. Yes, yes. Every summer. Um, I, I, you know, I will say that uh, I like New Jersey a lot. I was just there. Mm-hmm. I just, I was just at Lambertville in Lambertville, mm-hmm. right, right at Lambertville, New Hope. Yeah, right on that oh, Delaware okay. River. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I understand that area. Yeah. Hour and a half away, Bucks County. People yep. don't New Yorkers don't even know. There's another hack. Now <laughs> oh my God. go out of the city. This just sounds like you've just ironed your pleated khakis. I don't know what no, is happening right now. I iron my jeans, and you know that. I'm that dad that irons his jeans. My dad used to get his jeans uh like every week at the dry cleaning dry cleaners yes. done at the dry yes. cleaners. It would just yes. it, it just boiled my blood that he did that. <laughs> and they would be pressed, they would be pressed yes. and have a crease. Oh, that's yes, great. Oh he's my like, god. And now I'm the weekend guy. Yeah, my dad did that. You know what my mom, this is like the most frustrating thing with my mom right now. And and that, and it's been a long list. Um, <laughs> she still pays for her internet. She gets a C, like an AOL CD. 
Oh. No. Oh, okay. And she's like, but it's a good deal. And I'm like, ma, it's free. And she's like, oh, it's it's really overwhelming. And I'm like, what? Yeah, wow. so that's really frustrating. And she doesn't listen to me. And then I turn into like a 12 year old again at the mall. I live how you want to live, Michelle's mom. Put that CD ROM in that tower. <laughs> didn't know that was still a thing in 2023. So many questions and/or follow ups. First of all, yes. AOL is still making CDs. How does your mom have a CD ROM drive? What? what uh, She's got the is- computer, she's got a fax machine. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I want a fax machine. Yeah. Yeah. For a Christmas card, I sent her a three-eyed raven. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> this is where we're at. Wait, bro. you faxed it to her? You faxed her a three-eyed raven? <laughs> I did. That's awesome. I did. That's I gonna faxed be, that's... her an owl. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us back to owls. Oh, my God. Then they don't have mm-hmm. assholes, and there's no assholes on this pod. Thank, Thank you so you. much. There it is. Here we are. So Here we are. Here we are. Now, what Here were we, we talking about, Kurt? Well, I'll tell you what we what we got right before the break. Here it Dogs? is. Dog develops unusual what? tail syndrome after a happy day at the beach. Uh, someone cute. sent this in, and it, they sent it in a long time ago. And since okay. my computer has erased their name, and I apologize <laughs> that this is. Oh no! This is in the know parent in the know dot com in the know. I go Sounds there real. every day. Um, Twice a day. This is this article is by In the Know. So In the Know <laughs> self-created this article, this this website. The Twitter user shared the hilarious unexpected syndrome her dog developed after an exciting day at the beach, not much like the dog daddy, blah, 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 some other shit. Emily uh, Gaudette is a Twitter user, writer, and content creator who makes social content for Prime Video. Love content. Here's what she said. Here's what she said. We rushed our dog to the emergency 24-hour vet after a day at the beach because she was acting skittish about her tail. Was it broken? Uh, One 2 a.m. x-ray later, and the vet says she has happy tail syndrome, meaning she wagged it so hard on her beach day that it was sore. Uh, Emily shared the story in response to another tweet requesting if people tell me about your most ridiculously funny emergency vet bill. Emily responded, recalling the time she brought her dog. Uh, they're just going to say the same thing. The same okay. thing over. Yeah, they just, they're just we, saying the tweet. got to get is words. amazing. Um, yeah, so happy tail. They handed us our dog, doped up mm-hmm. for anxiety about the x-ray, and a pamphlet that said something like, too much fun over a photo of a dog with a tail in a cast. Uh, Emily's story at Twitter user cracking up. Wholesome content. Sounds so sweet and expensive. Very wholesome. Um, I do. I thought it told me how much money it cost to find out that the dog just had a fucking great a day. Sore tail, like <laughs> yeah. <I'm> skiing. <laughs> wow. This is such a wholesome story. It's so hard not I, to be like. Yeah. Sex sent me to the ER. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you had such a good time. Like your dick broke. You know what I mean? Like yeah. is it the same thing? Yeah. I think it is the same thing. It's 100%. It's the dog version. The yeah. dog fucked that beach, and it's sore now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah the best time. It's like what happened to Dennis Rodman that time. Where his, his, he broke his own peener twice. Did you know, twice? Yeah, twice. One one time in Vegas, I think. He just he, he rocked his block. And, there but go. um, There's good news, because there's a guy named um, Murat Kolak. I love it. I love this guy. He's uh, Bones and Hands. Um, he's in, he's in Cologne, Germany and he's uh-huh. like, uh, he's like a doggy chiropractor. His videos are amazing. Have you guys you ever seen, he just like cracks the necks of German shepherds. That's a and no it's for me. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most so German real. thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> the joy for me is cracking necks of German oh shepherds. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, to see cool. the relief on the dog's faces, they're just like, <laughs> and they're just so happy. <laughs> When he pops their tails, they've been going around. They have so much uh, tension in their tails. They just pop those tails. I what want it. Me? I want my tail popped. This is just seems very. <laughs> I'm I'm a real get up and go kind of person, but like I yeah. can't do it all for myself. I want my tail popped. Yeah. It's you know like yeah. self care is not selfish. I want my tail popped. Mm. Absolutely. From the, from the Dachshund to the to the Yorkie to the Mastiff, like he does it all, and it's really it's really great. Oh um, my god. Damn. I don't know. There's something. Something about it just really fulfill. It's it always ends. There's always a happy ending, right? It, it, the, the, oh, the, the, yeah. Jordan! No, I mean the, the animal. <laughs> <laughs> and then hands and bones jerks the dog off. That's how it all ends. Okay. 
<laughs> yes, right outside the oh, calm that, excuse cathedral. Me, that's his. That's his only oh, fans. Okay, that's his only fans. But it's like none so of that happens. Corny. <laughs> and that's why it's called Sorry. Hands and Bones. Scotty, give me and one more home to send us home, and we'll mm, send, be sent to one. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Once I was in uh, Philly working on a music video, and the woman's house that we were staying in had uh, she had a bulldog, an older bulldog, and you know they're kind of loud and snorry mm-hmm. and everything. And so I'm everybody, right I was sleeping on a so <laughs> sleeping on a sofa, and uh, the dog was named Dozer. And Dozer jumped up onto it and then laid on my legs, face towards my crotch, and snored into my penis the like for hours. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, this can't happen. So I get this heavy unit of a dog down to the ground. And then it starts like whining and it's like upset and everybody's like sleeping around the living room and stuff and they're like, What's going on with this dog? It has to pee or whatever. Oh, and God. the owner of the dog was a woman named Sven. And she's sure. like just Sven? A woman pee- named Sven? A woman yeah. named Sven. There we go. And <laughs> He a was boy like, yeah, he mm-hmm. does that. He likes to sleep on people's legs. Just let him sleep on your legs. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like big deal. No. Big deal. And so Dozer climbs back up and snores into my crotch for the rest of the night. Everybody else slept beautifully. I laid wide awake. I and, laid wide awake. Still and how were, your, how were your cognitive skills after that? Yeah. Not good. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I feel like you're one of those snails that was forced into meth. No one should force <laughs> you into any of that just because that, now you're just there because, yeah. you know, the dog is comfortable that way. No, no, girl. Mm-hmm. This, it, this is your space, too. I cross the street when I see a bulldog coming to this day. Uh, <laughs> Melissa Z. I don't even know. How to, I don't even know. I just don't even know anymore. That truly, and I don't want to be like, this is bananas, but you can't fucking help it. Oh, that's okay. I that's love a this is bananas on the podcast. When yeah. we had Erin Brockovich on, she said it, someone counted 200 times in mm. 60 minutes. It was Did you wonderful. just say Erin Brockovich? Jordan, yes. do you have a broom to sweep up the name that uh, Curdy B <laughs> just dropped? Yeah. Miss class action herself. Oh my goodness. That that top titty meat is serving justice, baby. Julia Roberts played her. Fuck! What? I'm sorry. But when we had Stevie Wonder on Adult Day, like, what do you even mean? That was pretty great. I think she was like our fifth guest, too. She came on when we were new, and she was like, I'll do it. She called in on her phone. It's our shortest episode ever. And yeah, Yeah. she said bananas over like 100 times in 47 minutes. Siri, get me Susan Sarandon ASAP. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Great Instagram follow, that Aaron Brockovich. God bless her. Melissa Z sent this in. Thank you, Melissa Z. I know you've sent in stories before. We appreciate it. Uh, this was in the South China Morning Post, Kurt's favorite newspaper. Go on. Uh, Wake up every morning. Leah Check it. Sue. Leah Sue, best in the biz. Uh, here's a great, this is just a great headline. She ran off with 30 pigs. Man trends in China after revealing his living girlfriend of four years disappeared with livestock while he was in the hospital. Oh. No, all 30? Was, did he have 60? Was it just half, or was it all his pigs? Damn. It was all his pigs. No. Better headline, actually. It was all his pigs. pigs. Hashtag slug life. Uh, A new story about a woman in China who made off with her boyfriend's herd of 30 pigs was in a hospital after breaking his legs. (laughs) I have to say, he really really, really, really went whole hog. Whole hog on him. On that one. Oh, Michelle my God. Is, oh Michelle my is God. hanging herself. Oh Michelle is taking a sheet and turning it <laughs> around her neck. Oh my I, I didn't change it because I was like, oh, it, no, it's the, the lady. I was like, he <laughs> went, <laughs> she. Yeah. Oh, my okay. God. It's fine. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Wait, oh, so wow. did he ever get, get him back? Never got him back. Great question. Uh, the man named, uh, surnamed Lu from mm-hmm. the Sichuan province in southwestern China had an emotional yeah. breakdown after discovering his living girlfriend of four years had vanished with all his oh, pigs. Man. So fucked up. 
Very. In a video with the news, uh, in the news report, Lou is shown with a blank expression, then sighing heavily and shaking his head as he relays the details of the betrayal by his girlfriend, surnamed, I'm going to guess it's Jiang. Okay. When so I think is, of it, I... Ooh, we got receipts. I was just going to say, this is, in the, this is in the Szechuan province. Yes. Okay, see, I, I would expect this kind of thing in the Fukan province, but in the Szechuan province, now you're talking beef. <laughs> Bitch, man. That's Szechuan shut beef. Oh, I see. Oh, I see wow. 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 Well, and you can send any emails to thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, subject, Jordan this Carlos. What? <laughs> wow. Are exactly right, cousin. Wow. China. If you make a fortune cookie joke, I'm just I am leave. not. I'm that was a very layered, leave. intricate understanding of China and its That's provincial right. systems. Okay, and saying that it's, I would expect that with the Fukanese and not with the Szechuan, get the fuck out of here. Okay, can I, can I, can I actually say something real? Yes, <laughs> please. Um, that guy might not have known, but I'm sure, I'm sure his family or friends knew that that bitch was up to something and yes. tried to warn him. Because you don't, mm. you don't have someone like that in your corner, uh, you know, that's your partner. Um, mm. and, and people could see shit that you can't so sometimes when you are friends or your family are trying to tell you something about the person you're with listen to them because mm -hmm. you know nine times out of ten four out of five dentists approve like that yeah. shit checks the fuck out and, so i feel like is this motherfucker surprised because she and, took all the pigs she didn't just leave with two pigs like all right bitch, all she took all the pigs i think i think his mama knew like a lot of people knew that bitch will leave you when you're down and take all your and take all your stock and yep. also, it's a like have good relationships with your neighbors. So, say your neighbors, mm -hmm. if you see thirty pigs yeah. leaving yeah. my yeah. property without me, just yeah. let me know that yeah. thirty because it's a parade. It takes a while to get we them do. down the street. The wrangling, the wrangling, the wrangling of alone. alone. Who has the time? Two four-year-olds is like a box of puppies. I yeah. can't yeah. even imagine thirty pigs. Thirty pigs, she and they're big. Backup, bitch. This was a whole coup. But let's let's look at it from this point of view, okay? Did did she actually take them or did they come with her? You know? She like, right. mommy's leaving. <laughs> We're all you know what I mean? they liked yeah. it. Well, her great yeah. question. In July of last year, the couple attained a bank loan for eighty thousand won. Yan, how do we say this? Curdy B? It's, it's eleven thousand six hundred. It's yon. Yuan. Yeah. Great. Eighty thousand yuan. Yeah. Which is 11,600 American US dollars. Goddamn! Uh, to start a pig breeding business, and they worked on it together. This all changed when Lou broke his legs and had to stay in the hospital. He said his partner did not visit him, and he believes this was because she was busy running the farm, but then she, he was suddenly unable to reach her and knew something was wrong. She runs okay. off with 30 pigs, he said. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just got a feeling. I just got mm. the spirit just hit me. <laughs> what, the fuck, what the fuck was he not doing now? Maybe he yeah. mm -hmm. was not the partner that she needed. She said, mm. I, need a, I need a good man and a smart man and a solid man to run this fucking business. I can't be doing it all myself. Because I know for a lot of my friends that have kids... They're just like, wow, my husband or my wife, they're like a false sense of security. It's like, I'm still right. doing all the work and you're just here. Motherfucker, how do you break both your legs? How the fuck you break both your legs? Are you out doing some shit you're not supposed to when you got a pig mm. farm business? Yeah. And he's probably not cleaning up that anything part. in the kitchen or making the fucking bed. See, you better put the toilet seat down and clean up the little droplets on the floor. Now that it's part. getting personal. But the point is... Maybe she broke his legs. You she, know what? What you're describing. Maybe she, she, was, she got a la Kathy Bates in misery. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Paul. Paul. Yep. Stop my recording. <laughs> I got very excited. Well, anyways, they oh, lost. Yeah, 15, Paul is the character in misery. Oh, okay. right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. James Con. So she no. hobbled him and then took the pigs. Is that what yeah. you're saying? I love or the pigs hobbled well, It's him also a like pig breeding him. company that they're trying to run. So there might yeah. have been some sort of pig what fornication accident that caused him to have both legs broken. And nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody said that. Ever. But I will say this. No, I'm no, not here to suggest no more. No, that video, any hecky pecky video happened I, with I the, this man and the pigs. I can't. 
But but I will say, Kurt, Kurt, you may find it interesting that oh pigs actually God. do have half-hour orgasms. Why do you know so that? Maybe I I'm just saying. Jordan, you're perfect for this podcast. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much, Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos. Please go listen to their podcast, Adulting. Does this come with therapy afterwards? <laughs> Kurt, because I need ther- I need therapy after this fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm a mess. What you can do is you can get all your plugs in right now if you'd like. Yes. That's like plug therapy. Away, you too. Absolutely. Let's plug, plug, plug. You can listen to adulting anytime, anywhere you get podcasts. Oh, it's fucking bananas. Bananas, bananas. 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 Peeled. Love it. Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. Bananas. Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.